<laughs> it's been reported that the NBA scouts around the league are keeping an eye on the Chicago Bulls situation, specifically DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine. We're going to talk about that, break down a little bit about the Pistons game, and Cornelius got something to say to nephew Bobby. Y'all already know. We gonna talk about it, but you gotta hit that music first. Come on, yeah, gang. Shy Bulls Podcast with the Cognac Boys. I'm Cognac Boy Bobby, and I'm with my dog, C-Dub. How you doing, boy? And I'm feeling great, man. Happy belated birthday, too, nephew, man. I know you turned up, man. Bro, and a special shout-out to the greatest support in the world, you all. I appreciate all those kind words y'all left in the comment box. So we got to show love and keep this thing chugging along. Appreciate y'all. If y'all like what y'all listening to today, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, and shake the notification bell. So every time we drop, you be one of the first ones to know. Now, C-Dub, it was reported by Brian Windhorse that the NBA scouts are looking at the Chicago Bulls, more specifically in his words. And talking to some people around the league, the scouts are jamming themselves into Bulls games because they realize that at some point, the Bulls may break this team up, and they're all gathering intelligence-like What's going to happen with the Chicago Bulls? What are your initial thoughts on that, my guy? I think it's uh, I think it's a fair that's a fair uh, uh, journalism right there from Lynn Horse. Uh, obviously, the Bulls have not taken off the way that they wanted to. Uh, they three and six right now. Um, uh, this is a uh, make or break uh, season for the Chicago Bulls, and and I would think that most teams in the NBA will be watching to see if they can snag some of these core players that we got uh, and make their team better. So, absolutely, it's fair, bro. It's just it's just fair. They watching. I know they they surrounded. They circling like some damn Raptors. You know they <laughs> facts, and I'm with you on that because if we look at the team, man. It just this is it. You see some of the same things that we've seen the last few years. You're hoping that, you know, with the the emphasis on changing the shooting profile, that these guys can eventually change some things around on the team. But right now, you're three and six. You haven't looked particularly well. You have not looked good in most games this season. You know what I'm saying? It seemed like they, they, they're trying to come around. I think that the Phoenix game was a really good game by the Chicago Bulls, though. Bunch of bonehead things down the stretch. They just lost that game. But I can't be mad at the NBA scouts for, you know what I'm saying, looking at the team. Because like you said, it's a make-or-break season. Nikola Vucevic already said this is the last dance. Zach Levine already came out and said his words that, hey, we got to make this thing click. Why do we have to make this thing click? Because we know you can't keep running the same course. The front office at some point going to have to pull the plug if it's not get, uh, garnering them any success. And at some point, you're going to have to turn the table on that for real. Yeah. Um, you know that uh, the players themselves, they starting to think about this stuff in their head. Like, oh, bro, this might not work. Is you, Do you think that they thinking that to themselves? Like, here we go again type shit, nephew. Probably. Simply because, bro, like, we're not dumb people. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, in certain situations, even when podcasting, you know 
your chemistry is everything. You need yeah. good chemistry to have a successful podcast. You need yeah, yeah. to be able to, you know what I'm saying? If you want to see your stuff rise, you know what I'm saying, on a good trajectory or moving up year by year, you got to have some type of chemistry with the people that you're working with or, you know what I'm saying, with the people that's engaging with you every single day. And right now, the way the bull is engaging with the people every single day, it just ain't looking right. You got people that's, oh, here we go again. Like, we got one of our own. Hey, shout out to my boy. Steve-O, he just, he just <laughs> lost. He like, bro, I can't do it no more. I'm surprised he ain't lost a dreadlock yet. But y'all get the point. <laughs> but y'all yeah. get the point. Yeah, that was game one, too, with Steve-O, man. Steve-O don't <laughs> play around, bro. Um, yeah, but it's, I don't think it's over yet. I think they do have mm -hmm. that thought in their head. Uh, I do think that the overwhelming thought of all the players is like, we can't, we right there. We just got to get over the hump. But in the back of their mind, they're like, damn, this shit starting to look familiar around this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Facts, because it really is if we're keeping it a buck, though. It yeah. really is. You know what I'm saying? And that's how you, that's how you look at it. And honestly, at some point, they're going to have to do it, whether that's uh, if you keeping Vooch around and you letting DeMar and Zach go, that could be something. Or if you just said, hey, if you the front office, you say, hey, all these guys got to go. <laughs> it's yeah. time and you just have a fire sale. But I still think that right now only with playing nine games is still early. We don't know because what if they go on, let's just, you know, it's always hypotheticals, you know, so we can always say what if, what if. But if they start to play better and string together some wins, with, especially with all these winnable games coming up, that can change the story around the team a little bit, at least for a few weeks. Yeah, they definitely, and I'm glad you said that they got a, a bunch of winnable games coming up. It is a tough one sprinkled in in there. Um, the boys just need to come out the other side of this little homestand that they on with a better confidence and, uh, and a concentration on the way to play basketball. We still don't have, give this team an identity right now. They don't have an identity. So I'm thinking out of these next, uh, what is it? Six more games homestand. I think it's mm, one like that. away, yeah. away game and mixed in. They should be able to find an identity, man. Come on. It's been Facts. three years since you had Facts. an identity on this team game. Facts. We eventually got to get it together. But y'all let us know how y'all looking at that topic. But hey, C-Dub, now the Chicago Bulls later today will face off against the Detroit Pistons in the game yeah. that the Detroit Pistons beat us in. Yeah. Do the Chicago Bulls get their lick back tonight, <laughs> bro? Yeah, because um, the Detroit Pistons, man, they started off early. You know, they was geeked to play. They had all that extra energy. Everybody drunk their Kool-Aid on that Detroit Pistons team. And they came out firing, thinking they could win the NBA championship in the first couple weeks of the season. Now when you look at that record, they're 2-8. They struggling worse than we struggling, for sure, with all that young talent they got on the team. And some people thought that the Pistons would be a better team than the Chicago Bulls this year. I think the Bulls get they get back this this game, even though I love some pieces on the Detroit Pistons team. Uh Agreed. especially Thompson. Thompson's defensive. He's just oh, a defensive man. monster, athletic freak. He could do everything on the offensive end. Uh Kay Cunningham, he's he's a beast. He just moves at his own pace. Uh he can shoot the three. He can play make. 
you, they got a lot of uh, Duran. He's down there beasting in the paint. You know what he did to Vooch <laughs> that last game. <laughs> oh, so, uh, but I, even though they got a nice little piece, it's they young and it's starting to catch up with them. I.e., look at their two and eight record. So I'm gonna go with the bet. The Bulls getting that get back this game. They better get their get back. You better get out there and get your get back. There's no reason you can't come out here against this team and get. But we know, like, I know that the Chicago Bulls, they got this thing when it comes to young teams. For some reason, it seems like young teams just get this Bulls team problems. Maybe it's at pace or just the Bulls thinking, like, feeling like they can just, you know, lollygag during the game or whatever it is. But <laughs> they should be able to do it. And I, I expect these guys to go ahead and take those positives that you saw in Phoenix and move them over to this game. You should be able to whoop this team. You should be able to. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? Because they played their tail off against Phoenix. For sure. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah nephew. I I, I definitely uh, I want to see the Bulls, like, turn it up a level on these kids. They should definitely be able to take this game with a 10-plus win. Now, it's going to be incompetent them to get a good start, and the Bulls ain't been getting good starts, bro. That's been a problem. That's the reason they lost to the Phoenix Suns last game. You were down 18 points in the first quarter. Bruh. So how can you expect to win any game if you steady having starts like this? Maybe we need uh, something new in the starting lineup, or maybe we need to smack everybody. Well, I just want to smack <laughs> everybody. <laughs> I, I feel like smacking somebody today. <laughs> smacking somebody nobody today. <laughs> like wake up, Joe. They don't wake up until the rooster get in the lineup, and the rooster is Alice Caruso to wake <laughs> everybody up, bro. Hey, hey, Big Kev did. Hey, Big Kev want to see Caruso start. I ain't no. for it, but no. if the, if the guy off the bench got to come in and give you energy like that, it's crazy, right? It, it is. <laughs> it's crazy. Is, no, no start. Don't listen to Kevo. <laughs> don't listen to Kev. <laughs> Don't start, Alex Caruso. No, that's a no good. <laughs> for sure. For sure. So would it be a convincing win tonight? I'm going to go with a convincing win. 10 plus. 10 plus. Oh. Oh. I'm going to go. It better be. It better, it better be. be a convincing win. I ain't going to lie to you. They, Hey, you got to come out the right way. For real. Eventually. You got to win the games that you're supposed to win. That, that That's I, just how it is. I'm going to um, go out on the limb and say tomorrow I have his best game of the season. Hey, let's get it. I'm he all for it. I'm I'm talking about efficiency. I'm talking about them turnovers down. I'm talking about good shots. Take good shots, good percentage shots. I think he have a 30-plus game today. Let's get it. I'm with it because I was going to lean towards Zach, but Zach been getting on my nerves too. I ain't even going to lie to you. Zach been – he'll have a good first half and fall off on the second half or something like that. So – I, 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 I'm going a, I'm to a, a back you up on this one and go with the guy that I think that's going to be ready to go, and that's DeMar DeRozan, especially because he's a hooper. And then hoopers know, damn, man, I, I missed. If I hit that shot against Phoenix, we win that game. Yeah. Yeah, and, so, and his play, his play during uh, the end and during uh, the final run of that game was pretty bad. And I would like to say that all the rest of the court, Vooch with a 20-20 game and Zach with a 53-point game, put their mark on this season already. DeMar has yet to put his mark on the season. So I'm expecting it against a revenge game like the Detroit Pistons. So, bro. Let's get it. I ain't mad at it. Y'all go ahead and drop y'all predictions below. But, hey, we about to go ahead and end this thing off. I got a voicemail from my man Cornelius. He's had something to say. 
See, Dub, we're going to let him speak his piece, and then we're going to get right to it. Here's the voicemail. What up, what up, Cognac boys? It's your boy, Corn, man. What up, Bobby? What up, C-Dub? Oh, man, uh, let's get into it, man. Uh, <laughs> Bobby, you you did a show, I believe, yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Who is you want to trade for AC? And um, you said a name that, that, that triggered me, that a player that you didn't want, that a player, that's all I want on this team. I've been fighting for this player to come on this team Shared his name every day, trying to trying to <laughs> trying to manifest it that he's gonna be in the Bulls jersey, and that is D'Angelo Russell. Um, I get it. I get why I said D'Angelo Russell. Um, people kind of frown, but it's not basketball reasons why they frown when they say that name. We know he broke broke bro code with uh with Nick Young. We know he broke bro code, but we ain't gonna talk about that. But that's the reason why sometimes people get their nose up and kind of look sideways when it comes to D'Angelo Russell. But when it comes to this man playing on the court, this brother here, when it comes to his court vision, and when it comes to his IQ, it's elite. And I mean, it's not just good. It's it's elite. His handles, the way he does it, it's elite. The way he's a floor general, it's elite. I'm watching this. I'm telling you what I see with my eyes. I'm looking at it. I'm just sitting there like this. This brother is elite what he does. Like I said, man, I watch this man every game. One game, he had 28 points, eight assists, on 10 or 14 shootings. You say he'd be jacking up shots. That don't be jacking up shots. That sounds pretty efficient to me, brother. The very next game, he scored 27 points, gave him six assists, on 10 to 19 shootings. You know what I mean? Like, like that's what we need. Oh, yeah, and, and when he scored the 28 points, oh, yeah, he just gave him eight assists, too. You know what I'm saying? Just today, when he played against the Suns, 19 points on 6 of 12 shooting with nine assists with the dub against the Suns by three, a team that we lost two by one. <laughs> the day before that, 22 points, six I can keep on going about this, brother. This man, oh, yeah, for all the plus minus, he's a plus nine when he's on the court. And I get it. Defensively, y'all thinking, oh, D'Angelo, Zach, Damar, Boosh, that's, barbecue, that's barbecue chicken all day with them folks. I get it. But that's, again, that's 80-plus points with them folks on their averaging. And then the subs can come in, the defense can come in, and they can do the defense. That's all I got to say because I know I'm losing time. I appreciate you, Bobby. But, yeah, you tripping when it comes to D'Angelo, brother. That's, that's, that's who emulates Lonzo. That's what we need. He is the perfect player for Billy D and his system. Shout out to Corn. I ain't I ain't mad at you. That is what we need on the show. Call in, give your point, use whatever you can to back it up, and that's what you do. And now here's the response. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Look, I'm not mad at D'Angelo Russell. I like the player too, but I point to reasons on why there's a reason he was out of Brooklyn. Probably because of Kevin Durant stuff, you know. There's a reason he was out of Toronto. Uh, the T-Wolves. There's a reason he was out of even Golden State. And it's just because the style of play. Yes, he's going to generate stats and what I look at him and how I look at him, he's going to do that because he can score the ball. Yeah. But it's the other things that you want, you want him to do to bring him to the team. Can you have the pulse 
of your team in certain situations. And that's kind of like where it's a bit shaky for me. If he was a Chicago Bull, I'm, I'll be riding with him. But mm-hmm. right now, the guy that we have at point guard, I believe he's starting to come along. Mm-hmm. He's been putting together 10-plus point points per game. Obviously, D'Angelo Russell is scoring higher than him. But I like the upside of Kobe White in the regards of the defensive uh, piece that he's putting together along with the offensive piece. If D'Angelo Russell just tried to stick a little bit of defense, I'd be like, damn, he he, he nice. He's nice, uh, nice offensively. But a lot of those games, bro, you, you, you see in last year with the Lakers, keep it in mind, he was his first time around there. But he was lackadaisical a lot of the times down the stretch in games to where they couldn't even play him. Yeah. Yeah, so that's bro. that's my only not, but good points, brother. You did you did go crazy. I ain't gonna lie. Okay, uh, let's just say this. Let's let's preface our statements. D'Angelo Russell is a hooper. He can do everything offensively for your team. He can play make. He can set guys up. He can shoot the three. He can shoot the mid range. He can get to the basket and finish. Even though he ain't really athletic, he's a very smart basketball player. Two things that I just cannot take with D'Angelo Russell. Two important things. The first one is availability. Nephew, you know, in 11 seasons, he's never played more than 70 games in a season. He only did it twice in his 11-year career. The most after two seasons where he uh, played 80 games is 65 games. That's the most he's played in an entire season. Two, he's a defensive liability. And he is nowhere that is not going to be an upgrade if this guy comes to our team because he plays no defense. He's a great – he can get you some steals here and there. He, he plays the passing lanes good, but this is not a player that – this is – no D'Angelo Russell is. D'Angelo Russell is after you get divorced, you go get you a 20 – and I'm going to shout out to my man Drip for saying this yesterday about the Bears. You get you a 25-year-old chick, and she cannot – Cook or clean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's D'Angelo Russell, bro. He 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 it looked good, bro. He looked good how he played, be how his style of play looks good. You know, he put the needle in his arm and all that crap. But does he play winning basketball? That's the biggest question. You know what I'm saying? And we'll see. But hey. Good call in corn. I ain't gonna lie. Good call. That's yeah. probably one of the best ones we heard in a long time. For sure. I ain't gonna lie to you for sure. But hey, C dub, you got any final thoughts, my guy? Oh no, make sure y'all tune in to the live call later on. We got those pesky Detroit Pistons. Let's get this dub. Let's get this dub. But hey, that's it from us. And one more time, y'all. Special shout out to y'all for all the birthday love. I really appreciate it. And uh, once again, shout out to all the vets out there. And I hope y'all celebrated well because I did. I look like this, <laughs> but I, I don't feel how I look right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so subscribe here for all your latest Bulls content. And if you want to be a part of an episode, call in like Corn did, 773-242-9219. It's another Shy Bulls podcast. That's C-Dub. We're going to catch y'all on the next one for show. Come on, yeah. Come on, yeah. Gang!